Hey everybody, it's Joe. Just checking in real quick before the episode gets started to say that somewhere halfway through this episode, my mic gets a little crackly. Um, not entirely sure why it's not doing it anymore. Uh, it isn't unlistenable, I don't think, but I wanted to give you the heads up now. So nothing's wrong with, with your podcast app or your or your phone or your headphones. Uh, just something happened in the middle of this recording for me. Um, but otherwise, please enjoy episode 69 of this wonderful podcast coming out on April 1st. It's not particularly funny. We kind of take this song pretty hard to task once we get into it. Anyways, here it is. Sugar, we're going down podcasting, a Fallout Boy podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. Hello, that's me. It's really hard to inject the word podcast into one word titles. Yeah, there's really not much of a bit that we can do with this one. No. Also, I I don't know. At one point, I just decided to to do this as the opening every time yeah and i've just kind of let it happen yeah or actively <laughs> said it was awful Depends that's true on the i day. did get I, I was mean last time that's okay last time for us not last time last for time for us not last time for y'all time is fake yeah we're recording we're jumping around in time to uh record which seems like we could, we could make up the schedule however we wanted to but you know nope we are at the behest of the spotify playlist we are yeah I, I shuffled it once, and I put them all down. And this is our lives now. Yep. we I live my life based on a spreadsheet of Fallout Boy songs that I don't know if Caitlin has ever looked at. Once. I believe that. I do believe that you looked at it the first time I sent it to you. Yeah, I think I opened it, and then I never looked at it again. That's valid. We're still making the show, so it all works out. This song is called Novocaine. It is. We're going to the dentist, y'all. It's dentist time. Maybe. I don't know. It's it's a metaphor, you know? Mm-hmm. Pete Wentz wrote this song. This is presumably the first time you've heard it. Yes. How do you feel? I like the way it sounds. It's a solid seven for me currently. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, I was, like, bobbing along to it, you know? But I'm not, like, I probably wouldn't, like, go out of my way to listen to it. But, like, it's fine. Yeah, I think I I think I said I was I liked this song on a previous episode and I must have confused it with a different one. I don't dislike this song. It's just not the one I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. I I realized listening to this the other day in preparation for this episode, I realized that I caught like a lyric from one of the verses and I was like, huh, I don't think I've ever paid any attention to a single word in this song. My body just like refuses to and take any of it as information it just completely bounces off of me <laughs> i don't act i don't dislike it it sounds fine it's just 
it's in one ear and out the other no matter how many times i listen to it it's just a song mm-hmm. that exists i guess for me mm-hmm. yeah like it's fine like i like didn't have a bad time listening to it but i retained none of it it exists yeah it's fine I, I was glancing at these lyrics and I was like, oh, this song is actually trying to be about something. And I never would have guessed, no matter how many times I've listened to it, it just, it sounds sugary. It sounds like sugar. Mm-hmm. It sounds like, it sounds like eating potato chips as a snack. Despite active attempts in the song to not be sugar, it is still the, the caramelized version of whatever they were trying to do. Yeah, 100%. It's very candy coated. Which is wild uh but it's also um it's off american beauty what are you gonna do uh this is track seven this is the follow-up to jetpack blues mm-hmm. which we have done have we we've done the we've done uh almost all this record i'm realizing yeah we've done a lot because I, I i just realized oh we've done tracks one through seven and we've done track 10 i don't think we've i know we have done fourth of july but yeah track seven nova Kane, you think it's a C or a seven. You said seven, not mm-hmm. C. My brain auto filled I mean, it, C. It, it equates a seventy percent as a C. Is that yeah? Weird grading system we have here. Yeah, so it's weird to me that the song is trying to be aggressively political. Would you would you have assumed that? No. Well, it is. <laughs> oh. Uh, this is news to me even though like i i definitely have thought like yeah he says black ski mask in the beginning that probably doesn't mean anything none of these words mean anything this song sounds like sugar and yet i literally didn't register any of the words in this song until i like started looking at these lyrics just now i have definitely registered words i've registered black ski mask i am your worst nightmare he sings a couple times there's uh there's a part in the chorus that he sings going from his low register to the top register within like a sentence. I've definitely mm-hmm. registered that, but I don't know. I was just like, oh, Novocaine makes you numb. It's it's a relationship song probably. I don't care. It's Pete Wentz. And now I'm I'm learning that like, oh no, it's about uh political unrest and uh police violence. And I'm like, what? Hold on, what? <laughs> Pete. God. This album is so weird. It is. It is I don't uh I guess we can get into the the lyric analysis or if you want to read um or if one of us can read the the about section here on genius.com please sponsor us because of course bassist Pete Wentz said um some shit when uh it's a, I'm, I'm a, yeah this wasn't a single so I'm wondering I'm pretty sure it's not a single so I'm wondering in what context he just posted his all lowercase shit about the song because I I don't think I've seen these for any other song on this record. Mm-mm. It says that he just like posted this on the web on their website. <laughs> so strange. Maybe it's because this song is political and it doesn't. I, I don't know if anyone else paid more attention and got that or if it's just me. Anyways, I'll, I'll read this little thing from him. It's all lowercase, of course. Um, it starts with a quote where it says you can kill a revolutionary, but you can never kill the revolution. And that's a quote to Fred Hampton. And then it continues with Pete saying, We make noise because that's the tool we have at our disposal. We snarl so the hand that feeds us is well aware. We don't dream of this world. We craft this world to be our dreams. No one can determine your level of rage. Let no one tell you that you care too much. Let no one tell you that your voice doesn't matter. Wake up. This is our culture. 
it's so hard for me to take anything they say seriously when I am juxtaposing it to their actual actions. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Pete, have you ever done? Have you ever? Are you just making songs? I, I get. Uh, he he says it. Yeah, and like most of their songs are not very like aggressively political. No, uh, and it, it's like, interesting too. Like even in there, like we make noise because that's the tool we have at our disposal. I'm like, you are a wealthy man. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're rich. Also, like I I like the sentiment of it, but yeah, coming from him, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like y'all, like you were in a band called Race Trader, and yeah, and it's yeah, it's like. No noise is the only tool at our disposal. That's why in that Uma Thurman video we just did, we made f- jokes about how fucking wealthy we are and how we <laughs> have a pet zebra for fun. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just weird. Yeah, no, it doesn't really fit. It definitely has it definitely has rich people liking Parasite mm-hmm. vibes. I oh, I guarantee you, Pete fucking loved Parasite. <laughs> uh, the the about section continues to say that in an interview with Kerrang uh, Music Magazine. Pete said it was, I'm assuming it being the song, which is wild to think about, but Pete said it was inspired by events like the Trayvon Martin case, uh, making the song about corruption within the police and the idea that we can no longer trust the system. Uh, I I don't know if I get that from this song remotely, but I don't know if he intentionally abstracted it to be more applicable to a wider variety of things, that old patented Pete Wynn's intentional vagueness. Uh, I don't know. It's so it's so strange to compartmentalize that against what it sounds like. Because mm-hmm. even though like there's a the song starts with like a distorted chanting of like na na na, and even that's like you wanted to do something like crunchy or punk, and you just you just didn't you just didn't do it. Yeah, you just yeah, failed. like that still came through the same Fallout Boy sugary filter, which. Maybe that falls on like their producer or something, making all the songs fit together on a record. But I, I just don't know about this one. Yeah, it's it's not much. I just it feels like just completely obscured in like mm-hmm. every sense. We should probably get into those lyrics and see uh, how how Pete depicted that that uh, th- those ideas he had in his head. Yeah, let me... I will read since you read the about. This is a black, black ski mask song So put all of your anger on In the truly gruesome do we trust I will always land on you Like a sucker punch Singing
so verse one goes, this is a black, black ski mask song. So put all of your anger on and the truly gruesome do we trust. I will always land on you like a sucker punch. What does that last line remotely have to do with the other shit? Because the first three lines certainly, like, they connect in a way that makes sense. I'm like, sure, yeah. Black ski mask, that's iconography. Anger, connecting that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Truly gruesome do we trust is, like, almost to an idea. And then I will always land on you like a sucker punch seems entirely unrelated. It rhymes. Yeah, no, it's just, it's like, ooh, gotta make it about me again. What is... How how does he r- remotely relate to this situation? Yeah, I don't know. I don't even really. I I don't know. I got nothing for you. I also I also have nothing. <laughs> I mean, I guess it kind of like ties it into the pre-chorus because it like the pre-chorus is like about him at least in the beginning. Yeah, like, this the song. Speaker. I the most favorable reading I can imagine is that Pete is not centering himself as the speaker, and it is a song for which the listener to center themselves in. But one, I, Pete Wentz we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And no, that's it. That's my only detractor. I, I just don't know if I trust Pete to, to make a song <laughs> that is not about him. But just like, because the, the pre-chorus starts with the lyric, I am your worst nightmare. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think you are. At least not in the way that you're saying it. Not, not in the political unrest type of nightmare. Mm-mm. No, you're... Yeah. Which political unrest Boring is not necessarily normal, a, like I... a nightmare. I, I, there's plenty of that to go around. I, I would love for them to do things that might be the worst nightmare of, of uh, the systems in power they are attempting to criticize, but they're a song that they made a lot of money off of. Mm-hmm. But on that note, I will, I will read the rest of the pre-chorus because it says, singing, the lyric is singing, uh, singing, I am your worst, I am your worst nightmare, I am your worst, I am your worst nightmare. If you knew knew what the bluebirds sang at you, you would never sing along. Cast them out, because this is our culture. These new flocks are nothing but vultures. I almost like this song is gesturing towards things like the if you knew what the bluebirds sang at you, you would never sing along is good. That's solid. I don't. The genius annotation on that line is like making it out that like blue can only it might mean be an allusion thing. to the cops. I don't, I don't disagree with that, but yeah, I've I, the never, thing is, I think like I don't know. I mean, I actually don't know if this predates the sentiment of blue lives matter. So I don't know. I don't know this. I mean, this is a, a song that Pete is saying is about police violence written in the year 2015. I just feel like if you were going to make an allusion in a song that is supposedly very like outrightly political, like make a cop. That's the thing. I don't know if it's like intentionally extrapolated. So they like to say face or because Pete wants to do something different. But yeah, like Bluebirds is certainly a, a, a vague choice if that's what he's actually going for. Yeah, I don't. And I mean, I don't know. There's not really like a way to tell. But it's just like if you're gonna like try to, it's it. it this, this reminds me of I don't care a lot, where it's or not I don't care. Um, what's the f- yes, where it's like y'all are like gesturing at stuff and like clearly think you're saying something, but like you didn't commit to it. And with this, it feels worse because instead of it being like them being like, oh, watching TV and the media and celebrities are bad, this is like 
about something that's like really mm-hmm. intense and like well yeah that's the thing he's impactful he's to this Pete song too, is about you know? that so because like as this mentions like he, he but it's like like he's saying that that's the case and like that's fair that's fine like but the song itself, like, at least so far, does not, like, I feel like hit hard enough for the subject matter it's supposed to be about. Yeah, I think I think the chorus is the most interesting part. Uh, if that's what Bluebirds is supposed to imply, that it's, that it's talking about the police or the powers that be. It's just a weirdly toothless way to do it. Mm-hmm. And just, like, vague, which I know, mm-hmm. like, shocking Pete Wentz, but it's like... Like, if people, like, can't, don't catch what you're saying, then, like, are you saying anything? I never, I never would have connected the dots if I didn't read an interview, so. And then, like, to follow that up with cast them out, because this is our culture. It's like, what is, whose culture exactly? I I don't know if culture is a thing that you should maybe connect with the sentiment that you're claiming is ahead of it. If for him saying that they're biting at the hands that feed, I'm like, you're a wealthy man, and the art you make is toothless about any political issues you're trying to attack. So, eh. Yeah, and, like, I don't see them being super politically active or anything. Like, Joe tweeting that he's gonna vote for Bernie is, like, pretty much the extent yeah. of what and I, I've Yeah, seen. I don't know if what they're involved with that just isn't publicized. Because I wouldn't blame them if they just don't, like... Like, the thing is, like, if you do it, if they did it, and there is a bunch of headlines about it, or they were doing it and, and more engaging with it in that, like celebrity-esque way i think there is a the edge of like is this for clout or not but also i being mm. the most famous not maybe not the most famous band in the world anymore but a very popular band that sells out arenas in the year of our lord 2020 it's it's still yeah. like I, I wonder if there is like yeah we can be engaged but like our songs are kind of vague and we don't publicize our political views or else we would lose half of our demographic which is means you probably don't care about your views as much as maybe you think you do i don't know i'm just making gestures well like to i think no i mean i i agree i also think it's like it's hard for me to not see this as more pete wentz like thinking he's doing more than he is just because like he kind of does that all the time like all of his shit about Mm. mental health is like that all of his shit about like the punk scene at the time is like that like it always feels like him just be, like pointing and being like, this is a problem. And then just like, yeah. Not, and it seems like the way he talks about it does still seem to retain like that. It's personal that he's like doing it the way that he connects with. It's just mm-hmm. on the listener side of what I'm like, well, where is it though? Like, I trust you that it's personal and all of this. And that it's all like, this is it for you. I'm just taking the art as it is and saying, I don't know about this one, Pete. Yeah, like, I just, like, you can have all the messages you want in something, but if mm-hmm. they're not, like, coming through, like, clearly, then I think <laughs> at you're best at a best coward. a coward, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because well, at worst, I you're yeah, fucking I don't know idiot, if, like, so. I, I, I couldn't tell you why the song, like, I, because I almost wonder if the intent, if it's intentionally vague so it can be more applicable. So, like, regardless of what, the bluebirds is for the various listener you can kind of be like yes i relate to this being you know police force or some other oppressive force and it's like vague in that sense but i seems like it shouldn't be in this case it seems like that's a bad decision in this case yeah this really with this kind of charge material i feel like 
unless you're very good at being intricate and subtle, which Pete is not. Most days he's not. I think that you should be saying the quiet part loud. I think there are there are, there are certainly pieces of media that act like effectively transpose these heavy concepts through metaphor and like not being like not being direct and it's still landing perfectly or effectively at least and this isn't a case of that i think this might that might i don't know if that's what he's going for it might be since the song is lyrically toothless and he has an interview saying that it's about the the the, the serious stuff the fact of the matter is he is saying those things and the song itself is whatever yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was trying to think whose turn was it. I don't know. I already forgot. Actually, 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 Joe, what do you think of the these new flocks are nothing but vultures? I, I don't know. I kind of glossed over it because I was focused on the other shit. I, I don't know. I, I like it's. It seems like it would be related to the culture part rather than the maybe. I don't know. Talk about birds a second ago. What are the bluebirds, Pete? Well, it's just weird to me, right? Because it's like, okay, cast them out because this is our culture. The new, these new flocks are nothing but vultures. So it kind of makes it seem like the new is what's like corrupting, which is weird considering that this is supposed to be like anti-establishment. Yeah, I I don't know if Pete and I and I say this with uh, when I say Pete here, I'm talking about Pete in 2015 at the very least. But I don't know if. It's the type of it got bad recently progressive, which is my le- one of my least favorite types of progressives. Mm-hmm. The, the, the quote unquote back to normalcy progressives who are fools and cowards. I, I don't know if that's it where it's like, yeah, these that the, it's it's getting worse. Now there are vultures, which is questionable at best. But like, that's the thing, like in a vacuum, that couplet of cast them out because this is our culture. These new flocks are nothing but vultures. Seems like it would be a line about like, yeah, things getting worse people taking things from the people who made it which is interesting but pairing the those like bird words with uh if you knew what the bluebird saying at you which a lot of people are assuming is charged about police violence i i'm lost at what the fuck that could be saying i i can't even think of a favorable reading of it yeah i don't i just don't know it's a mess yeah truly all right chorus time uh it says because they took our love and they filled it up, filled it up with Novocaine, and now I'm just numb. Now I'm just numb. Don't mind me, I'm just the son of a gun. Don't stop, don't stop till your heart goes numb. Now I'm just numb. I don't feel a thing for you. What the fuck was that? Eh. Joe, what the what the It's fuck? Poppy. I I I do like how it sounds, but uh yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say much of anything. I I am interested in the idea of the idea, of, like the, using Novocaine as this metaphor for being numbed by how many things are going on and like being numbed to how often violence is just the discussion, like this, this 24 hours news cycle of what bad thing happened today. I find that potentially interesting and they do nothing with it. Especially considering the lyrics change in the second half of the chorus to say, don't stop till your heart goes numb. What the fuck are you trying to say by changing that phrasing? And I don't feel a thing for you. Who is the you? I, it's, it's messy. It just, yeah, I just, it doesn't like, it just doesn't make Mm -hmm. any form of sense to me. Like, it's like, why is it? 
why is it about love now? Like, and I could see it maybe being in like a communal sense of like the love of like, like our love generally, like as a community or a nation or whatever. But like, that's what I was assuming. It was a broader strokes, like just a good positive feeling. But like, it just, I don't know. This is just another fucking word salad. And like, I don't feel like it conveys Mm -hmm. like the numbness that you were talking about. It just like, it's just like, yeah, they just, they just did this. Isn't that bad? They just did this. And it's like, what? Yeah, it's literally, we live in a society, the chorus. What what I'm assuming is that he's talking about numbness in the sense of like the, the new cycle based on the way that he talked about the song in interviews, not based on the text, but just like, that's what I assume he has to be getting at if he's actually getting at anything. But it seems entirely shortchanged by making the song sound like a pop chorus. Like, I don't, I I don't know if there was a draft where they said more and it just didn't sound Mm -hmm. good, but the song doesn't say anything. It sounds good, but it says nothing. It's just America's Sweethearts again. But a diff- but now pop sounds like this. <laughs> but but worse. But yeah. worse. But like about worse, like about more yeah. intense, problematic yes. subject matter that still does the same amount of like critical In the work. year of our Lord 2015, they, uh, early 2015, they released this. And then, I mean, that's the thing. This is a band that mm-hmm. released a remix album called Make America Psycho Again with no hesitation. I don't know. I don't know if they feel bad about that now, but this whole this whole album is like trying to be so edgy and like playing with like what was to come of our political situation. And it just looks so fucking like Mm. gauche now and just like little boys trying to play it like being something they're just fucking not, which is ridiculous because they're adults. They're grown ass men. I mean, that's the thing. There's There's a lot of progressive leaning people who just were fucking dumbasses before 2016 and are still kind of dumbasses now but like a little bit less mm-hmm. some are worse dumbasses it's hard to say but it's i don't know like this thing i'm like i certainly didn't understand as much as i did now then i don't that's and i don't know if this song is something that they are like ah we botched that one or they just completely forgot about it or just like because this thing they haven't made pr- more aggressive things since then as far as i know unless it's the song on mania i just don't fucking know what it's about mm-hmm. but uh, or Bob Dylan is secretly about great political ideas and no one's told me, but, uh, yeah, I know it's just, <laughs> it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. I, well, it's, it's, it's worse than nothing. It's, be- it's because they are dressing it up as something and it is, uh, like vapid. It's nothing. It's nothing that they tried to dress up as something. Great. Um, <laughs> I'll read the second verse now. Yep. Which says. I'm just a problem that doesn't want to be solved. So could you please hold your applause? Take this sideshow and all its freaks and turn it into the silver screen dream. What the fuck, Pete? Okay. I kind of get that one. Like, I, I get the second right, half I can see it. the second half of it, but I'm trying to connect it with the rest because, of it. Uh, it doesn't. Okay, great. Because mm-hmm. I could definitely see, like, the idea, right, of, like, like, what Hollywood does, right, of co-opting, like, marginalized experiences and, like, trying to, like, make money off of it, like, fucking, um, what is it? The Eddie Redmayne trans woman movie. Uh, Danish Girl. Directed by Tom Hooper, known like, for cats now. Yeah, and, like, fucking Love, Simon, and, like, Green Book, and, God, so many. Best you know Picture what I mean? Winner, Green so, like, Book. I, 
It won oh. over Black Klansman and Black Panther. <laughs> and Blind Spotting wasn't yep. even nominated. All of those things are true. At least Parasite won the next year. Anyways. That's true. Um, but yeah, so that's what that line feels like to me, but I have no idea how it fucking connects to those first two. Yeah, I mean, in the the absolute bottom of the barrel sense, applies could be connected to, like, cinema. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. Yeah, I just don't get it. But yeah, I, um... Oh, wow, if you click on the annotation, it turns out Pete has held a sign that said applause once in his fucking life. It has to be connected to that. He's holding the applause. Great. I need to leave. I actually need to hang up. You know what? I I have made a a stark decision here on episode 69 of this podcast. I don't want Genius.com to sponsor us anymore. (laughs) I'm I'm throwing it all away. You've missed your chance. Ugh. Yeah, honestly, we're walking away from you, not the other way around. You're no longer ignoring our requests to be sponsored. We are now actively telling you to not do it. Yeah, Genius.com, please don't sponsor us. I'll I'll keep using the website, but I have ad block around, so (laughs) it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I think I get caught up because with the rest of the song in the rear view, I'm like, what the fuck does I'm a problem that doesn't want to be solved mean? And I just can't get past that. Where I'm like, yeah, if you separate... It just feels like he's doing that same shit of, like, projecting that he's, like, some kind of rebel or something. Well, that's... I don't know, I keep... He he ain't. He's not. He's absolutely not. But I can't... This thing, I'm like, if if it is... If the people are problems, and he's, like, trying to personify, like, this, yeah, rebel status, whether he is... Whether he is foolish enough to think he is within it or not, um, it's just very strange. And it seems to be lacking the nuance that someone actually in it might understand. Yep. Episode 69 should have been funny. And I'm realizing just now that, like... It ain't. Well, not even that, but just, like, I forgot that that's what the number was until... Yeah, I also didn't realize that until you just said it, and I was like, oh, fuck. But... Well, can't win them all. Um, so there's another pre-chorus... And then the chorus mm-hmm. goes again. Mm-hmm. And then the bridge says, Ooh, I need my bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish. I wish. Um, it, it says, Ooh, I say one day the valley's going to swallow me whole. Hijack the hype. Hijack the hype. Be at Animal Crossing. Um, <laughs> I feel like a photo that's been overexposed. Hijack the hype. Hijack the hype. That's nothing. The chorus plays again. Hijack the hype is what you're doing, Pete. I I don't know what to tell you, but yeah, like I don't, bud, sir. Yeah, the I don't the valley the valley swallowing you whole. Like if that's again like connecting that to the most favorable reading of what being like the numbness idea that is not present in the verses, it is only in the chorus. I I, I could see the valley swallowing me whole and the photo that's overexposed connecting to that numbness, but the verses don't. So I fucking bad, bad song. (laughs) I'm saying it. It's not a good song. Yeah, it's official uh, SWGD pod ruling. Rarely do we bring down the stamp that says this is just bad. Usually it's like this is this is to go even further beyond questionable bop. It's just it's just the questions have answers and the answers are it's bad. It's just bad. Does it bop? Not that hard. Yeah, it's yeah, it's barely a bop even. It is a passable pop song. 
that I don't actively dislike the sound of, but the words, it's not even that they don't hold up to scrutiny, it's that they are abhorrent of their scrutiny. Yeah, hijack the hype indeed, Pete. Uh, that's the song. There's no video. Thank God. I can't think of anything else to say. I, th- I feel like we've taken this song pretty far to task already. Yeah. Well, what a what a great time to start to promote our own social media branding then. Caitlin. <laughs> that was so sad. Yes, Joe. <laughs> Good people find you on the internet. Uh... Well, I have to come find you and make sure you're okay after this episode, um, since it seems to have sapped your soul. I just feel weird pivoting into our wacky (laughs) bullshit, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Just, Um, just, you know, I I don't know. Our our brand kind of is wacky bullshit and crit, though. Yes. It's just, I'm like, well, I I have no banter to make this transition smoother, so I just have to start asking you for your social media <laughs> like it's like nothing happened in the last 30 minutes um you can find me on twitter.com at cgnars or you can find me over on my mostly video games website uppercutcrit.com you can find me on social media at ghost of joe ghost of jo i make a bunch of other podcasts uh you can find them all on the same network as this one if you go to theorangegrubs.com to go listen to any show i don't have to be on it Maybe you're looking for some more shows to fill up your time right now. There's a bunch there. Mm-hmm. And they're all good. Yes. Some of them are over. So if you want something with closure uh, or, or something that you don't feel like you need to catch up with to appreciate, because I, I have that trouble with some shows sometimes. 294 Note Streak is another show I did about music where my friend Riley and I figured out the best song in Guitar Hero by putting them all in a bracket and going through it. Caitlin was on it for the last few episodes because we had it was we were yeah. at mini an impasse and needed guests to help um but we we did it we figured it out and uh our actual play show interstitial had two seasons that are really good and some one shots that are really good i was also there for that absolutely <laughs> so there's plenty of stuff up on the orange Cubs to check out um we also have a discord server uh you can find a link to that on the website at the bottom of uh any page we'll take you there yeah come chat about these shows or other miscellaneous things. Also, oh, also this show uh, has a Twitter, uh, SWGDPod, where we'll occasionally shitpost either about new episodes or just for fun. Yeah, sometimes about an general. episode that doesn't come out for two weeks while we're recording it. It's great. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that episode 69 wasn't full of gucks and hooks, but, you know, the shuffle did us dirty. It's truly dead. Um, we have an episode coming 
I, sh I shouldn't say soon, but down the pipeline, uh, our our next go our next I was gonna say next ghost. That's not true. Um, our next guest. That episode will probably be complete fucking chaos. So. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot. I'm I'm I've been looking forward to that for a, for a while. But yeah, that's I think that's all the stuff to plug, right? The Orange Ghost Patreon. Oh yes. Uh, you can support the Orange Ghost Podcast Network on Patreon uh, at the $2 level to get audio cut out of uh, various shows across the network. And the $10 level also has uh, some bonus episodes, uh, like early episodes of Champs in the Making, like the one where 11 people were there. Uh, Theo Pets is coming back. Just lots of fun stuff. Caitlin! Yes, Joe? Is this more than you bargained for yet? Uh, yeah, this one was more than I bargained for. Significantly. Yeah. Particularly bad bargain. Yeah, I got bamboozled on this one. <sighs> well, on that note, next time we won't have to do this. That's true. We'll see you, we'll see you next Wednesday with, I want to say a better Fall Out Boy song, but I, what if I'm that wrong? That remains to be seen. What if I'm wrong? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to find out. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Goodbye.